Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to this Monday edition of the Daily Journal. Remember, we are Monday through Thursday and a double dose on Saturday. I am here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And you can always watch the Chris Ann, well, I say always, but most of the time. Go watch the Chris Ann Hall Show on uh, YouTube so you can join us now. You'll notice if you're watching us on YouTube that we are not in the Chris Ann Hall radio show studio. We are actually in Texas. We have just finished up our um, In Defense of Liberty weekend, and that was amazing. I mean, I think it was so awesome that uh, we're going to be doing uh, more of this. We have, uh, um, I forgot what we're doing here. But anyway, we are, uh, I'm showing some pictures that we have here from the event and uh, on YouTube. So if you're not watching us now, go to YouTube just to see a couple of the pictures. This was not your normal gun shoot. Right, this is not a turkey shoot where you're shooting at targets. This was not target practice. This was defense training. This was training on how to defend yourself, how to defend your family, and how to defend your liberty. So we were doing some really, really amazing stuff. Our uh, we had constitutional training, and then we had uh, Larry Stevenson, aka the Bearded Black Cowboy who is also the owner of 3D Tactical Defense, Martial Arts and Defense. And you can see on YouTube his little logo. I love his motto. Don't you love his motto? Yeah. The best defense against evil people is good people skilled at violence. I mean, seriously, can't be that. What what was your takeaway from this weekend, JC? Uh, It was awesome. I mean, you know, you had the ground fighting, the... Um, weapons retention, firearms training, I mean, the whole thing. And the, and the people, what was really cool, I enjoyed just the people. Some amazing people came out. Yes, yes. The, the camaraderie. and I mean, you know, they, we forged relationships that will be there for a very long time. It I was think. cool, man. Um, you know, how you had. Uh, Young people. You know, I mean, people from of all ages. I mean, Colton was there, and he's 12, so he was the youngest but we had people that were in their 60s. Yeah, yeah. So it was awesome. You had um, Paul from Houston, man, brought my shipmate, Minister Paul. 
Minister um, Paul. <laughs> brought his whole family, had his wife and, and the two kids, man. It was awesome seeing, um, <clears throat> especially those, those you know, I said kids, they were, you know. 18 and 19. Yeah. Young, yeah, they young looked people. so young, but they were in 18 and 19. So. Young people, man, and, and watching them rocking it out. I mean, they were they were going hard on the mat and yeah. on the range. And um, we saw that young, the, the, the young girl uh, just walk away with a confidence that she didn't have yeah, before. It was, it was awesome. And uh, her, her mom was so excited about watching, you know, as a mom, watching your child uh, gets trained and skilled in, the def- in, in defending yourself. I think you she know? got some one-on-one on the range with Les too. She so did. Larry she and did. Les were, you know, trained, been trained together mm-hmm. for years. And Les helps. Les uh, actually runs the alloy arms. I mean, the range right, is the his range. range. And um, yeah, it was amazing. And then, you know, you had uh, one thing was cool with um, Rick and Terry mm-hmm. from Florida. Right. Um, yeah, and, they and, flew and we all the way doing, from Florida to to be a part of yeah. this. I learned from them actually a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, we're doing the the ground, their weapons retention and ground fighting, and you know, uh, Larry had Rick on the ground. I mean, they were just going oh, at it, man. Yes. And then Rick was like, just I'm giving it all, and he he's like, I'm, you know, I, I'm I'm spent. You know, I spent everything, and then it was after that. After he was yeah, like, I yeah. got nothing left, and then he went beyond that. Yeah, because Larry's and got like Larry off of him. And Larry got says, the gun. "You're spent. Now the fight begins." Oh man, that this... was freaking awesome. I know. That See, was, I so just it was really, you know, to me, like my response was, "Oh my, M I E my." Motivational, right. inspirational, and educational. Right, and that there was you go. like that was inspiring right there, man. How he just pushed through that, mm-hmm. and um, it was cool, you know. And well, and, we and had, I uh, want to make sure that people understand. Like I said in the beginning, this was not target practice. Yeah, this was real life situational training. Yep. I mean, just unbelievable. We did gun training in from a car. <laughs> from an old what was an old lincoln or something yeah that was just that was a colton had so much fun no, i was cool man and just great people scott the nudist um, <laughs> he's you, you know, know he's listening <laughs> that's an inside joke he's not actually a nudist My man he scott. was a floridian too he yeah. flew over from florida to do well this. he was originally florida he's now in oklahoma but, oh uh, okay okay all right i missed that point yeah he was down <laughs> in bernie thompson's neck of the woods years ago but it, yeah. yeah man all his great people harold miss diane you know, and then you have Janet. Janet's like Annie Oakley. I know, and, right? And Rambo. All wrapped up in one. <laughs> and, and, your, and your local physician, right? I she know. shows up with a stinking armory. I know. And her, and her giant <laughs> triage bag. So it's, it's like, like <laughs> okay, I got enough firepower to take out a small army, and then we can sew you up after we're done. <laughs> so that was pretty By cool. the way, that's the same Janet that's my assistant, if you're wondering. Yeah, now you know why she's my assistant. <laughs> I don't need a bodyguard when Janet's around. Yeah, she was, <laughs> She'll take you out from 40 yards. She, she's an instructor herself. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's a firearms instructor. She was instructor. one of our range safety officers, and she was mm-hmm. rocking it out. And just, I tell you, now, I feel, I felt... Like yesterday, man, I felt it in my body. I know. It, it was, was like, uh, wow, my biceps. I didn't know my biceps would hurt. But that was, exertion. I mean, we were actually boxing bags and, you know, the the heavy bags and, and learning how to, to defend ourselves 
aggressively offend, defend ourselves yeah. from from um, aggressively defend ourselves from uh, uh, attackers. So it's not just a oh please don't hurt me, please don't hurt me thing. I'm like yeah, don't hurt crazy. me or I'm gonna beat you seriously, right? It's good stuff, man. And I, you just don't get what you what you're gonna get from Larry and what he brings, you know, and, and yeah. the story he told about you know his experience in law enforcement being attacked by anthony hernandez stabbed yeah. six times right and you know he was talking this is a guy when he t- larry tells a story he's you know olympic level shooter and all these medals for shooting and mm-hmm. accuracy and all this you know he's mm-hmm. he's bad dude and then here was this day man he was like this guy stabbed me six times before i could get a shot off right and right he, so you're not it, talking you're just your average shooter here he's law enforcement yep. He's he's recreationally changed. He's Top a dog. champion. Top Not dog. only that, he's a Golden Glove champion. So he's martial a, artist. So he had that experience, and I, you know, I like the phrase that he said: "The fight changes you." Mm-hmm. And he said, "That's when I realized I got to train differently." You right. know, and this sort of standing, standing in the range, and just shooting at the paper targets, and you know, this kind of thing. I mean, in a range, you. You, you, most ranges you can't even draw you don't allow right. to draw you're not going to get on the ground i mean so it's not realistic and so he brings another level to this thing and i you know we were Which talking makes him unique we were talking he trains you know right there at the range uh chris peranto mm-hmm. and, and boone those mm-hmm. guys come you know if you 13 hours the navy seals right i mean and these guys look at him and say, "We got to, we got to come. You need to train us. We need what you have." You're talking Navy SEALs, man, coming to this guy saying, "You need to show us this stuff." Right, right. So that's that's what you're talking about. That's the level of what's going on here. And he and is so gifted. Yeah. And so we sat down after the weekend. Yesterday there was, uh, you know, a handful of us, the participants, and Larry and Les and Janet and you and I, and we planned out the next event. Yeah, shooting for August, but the shooting for August. The last day. <laughs> no pun intended. The last, uh, the, that last session, man. W- now we had a, a couple people had to had mm-hmm. to get on, you know, mm-hmm. catch planes, uh, and, and ease out early to get to work. But mm-hmm. that last part of the last day, oh my goodness, that was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I, I can't say much more. Yeah, you can't talk it about it amazing. on air, but it, it, was, it was, amazing. was absolutely amazing. And and I was. I was so touched by what Larry said. You know, he Larry had never seen me teach live. He's seen some stuff on on YouTube or on videos, and and he was excited at the dimension that our constitutional training brought yeah. to the whole weekend. As a matter of fact, he and Debbie were like, we need to have more of that sprinkled throughout the weekend, not just one time. We need to we need to sprinkle more constitutional training in there. He 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 told us that his daughters were just to- yeah. were motivated Locked by uh, by what we taught and they were they were it's all they talked about Friday night before they went to bed and and he and his wife were talking about it, and so it's it's important not to only to have the skill, but it's important to know why you, you what you're fighting for, and why it's important to do this fighting. You know, another awesome thing about the weekend. 
What's that? Shorty's Tacos. Shorty's Tacos. Shorty and the Taco Truck. My Shorty and goodness, the Taco Truck. That stuff yes. was amazing. Yes, that was amazing. I'm going to be posting some pictures on uh, social media, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, that sort of thing. So if you want to see all of that, we're going to be doing that along and along because um, Larry, the photographer, who was just amazing too. He he was in it and and he understands what we're doing, you know. So yeah. he's been through the training. He knew what kind of pictures to take, and he he literally volunteered his time to to make record of this. So we have memories, and we are just so grateful to everybody who participated in this. Shorty's tacos, real real street tacos. Oh yeah, man, you're in Texas. You got to get that Tex-Mex experience, man. Yeah. It was. Oh, yeah, man, this was gotta have shorties tacos too. So when we get right back from the break. Uh, we'll be right back after the break. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Uh, we had an amazing weekend in Texas. We're going to be doing the in, de- in defense of liberty thing again, and it's going to be even better next time. So go to chrisannhall.com. Make sure that you're signed up to get our emails so you know as soon as it comes out because a sign up is limited. We are only going to be taking uh, 10 or 12 shooters every session. And uh, it's it's really only going to get better. And we are in Texas still, the rest uh, for Monday and Tuesday. And today, the 21st, we will be at La Prada Church of Christ at 7, I'm sorry, at 6.30 p.m. tonight, uh, teaching all about the uh, right to keep and bear arms. As we taught them in, at the In Defense of Liberty class, it's not a Second Amendment right. It's not about your Second Amendment. It's about an inalienable right to self-defense emanating from your natural right, your duty, as Samuel Adams said, of self-preservation. And then uh, tomorrow, we will be in Fort Worth, Texas, and that's going to be an afternoon event, JC, from 11.45 to 1.30 p.m., and that will be at the Riglia Country Club in Fort Worth, Texas. And you can find all this information, the details about these events, at chrisannhall.com, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Just go to the calendar, click on the calendar, and uh, you can get details, location, time, even contact information for these particular events. And then we go back home. We have more teaching in Florida. So if you're in Florida, make sure you check out the calendar as well. Definitely. So interesting little historical trivia today. Today, Guillotine introduces his humane method <laughs> of the death penalty. Or get rid of rebels. Yeah, yeah. What's, what I found was interesting was, so Guillotine today, which is uh, January 21st, introduces his humane method of of uh, the death penalty, which, you know, the guillotine where you chop off somebody's head. 
And three years later, to the day, the king of France is guillotined for <laughs> treason. So I, I'm just wondering He's what kind of that pattern. what kind of political move was behind that? You know, these these things take time, right? So we got to give Guillotine his publicity and talk it up and how humane it is because we got the king in mind, right? Mm. <laughs> also, today's historical trivia is the day we celebrate Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, and we're going to be doing a special presentation. At tonight's event in Dallas uh, re, uh, regarding your um, course, More Than Victims America's Hidden Black History. Just a, a short little uh, pictorial because most people have no clue. Nah. That, by the way, our that that course, More Than Victims, America's Black Hidden Black History, is available now on DVD at chrisannhall.com. That's a recent addition to our Chris Ann Hall store. And JC, just give everybody kind of an idea of, of what that's all about, because we're going to be highlighting this, obviously today being the day we celebrate Martin Luther King, but then in February, it's the the Black History Month, and there, I don't think there's any better way to actually become informed about uh, the heritage of um, of America and those who participated who are being hidden from that because you're going to see lots of black history trivias and and they're going to be teaching it in the schools propaganda all over the lies place and nonsense right that's exactly what I say propaganda lies and nonsense and so go to chrisannhall.com get the video uh, more than victims and maybe you can get your school teachers to actually tre- teach some truth. Yeah, and it's it's a what I call the history of America's black founding fathers and mothers. Um, it, you know, and show you all these successful, influential, um, uh, and critical players in American history prior uh, to the emancipation. Prior to the Emancipation Proclamation, right? And um, pretty powerful. It gets it it gets at the uh, it, it sort of undermines uh, what I see is the the. Democrat, for lack of a better term, Democrat mm-hmm. um, propaganda where they control the black community for votes. And you mm-hmm. pitch this, you know, you were just slaves. America's against you. And so we have to we have to, uh, you know, turn America into something else because it's it's an anti-black, you know, at its core and all this sort of stuff. So it undermines that nonsense. ChrisAnnHall.com and we'll be right back after the break. As Can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chrisanne Hall here with my husband and co-host J.C. Hall. Hey, J.C., we got new great, great, great news today. Okay. Kamala Harris is going to run for president. Kamala. 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 Kamala is going to run for president. Can you imagine what that's going to be like? Easy win. Easy win for Kamala. No, easy win for whoever's running against you. <laughs> that's my prediction. Oh my goodness! That w- really, I'm just so here's. 
once again, my frustration is twofold. Number one, um, we are we are still too far out to be talking about presidential elections. My goodness, we just finished one. We started up a new one. I know. Um, I told you last was last week. I told you it's underway. It's just it's officially crazy. started. Well, I know because we're we we have to be distracted from where the real solutions are, where the real uh, issues are. We have to be distracted from these things so that we we don't realize that hey, the Washington D.C. is not the center of our universe. It's not the source of all our solutions. And Donald Trump is not the savior of America, you know, or or the 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 plague of America either, right? So we have these uh, issues now, and and it's all about who's going to win and who's going to lose. And I'm sorry, but the bottom line is, when all we do is move from one political crisis in Washington D.C. to another, the American people always lose. Look at us; we're we're day number thirty of the quote unquote government shutdown. Yeah. And I have we I, built the wall yet? We have not built the wall yet. As a matter of fact, Donald Trump actually said to Nancy Pelosi, "Okay, look, um, I will I will give." some we'll move forward with some daca stuff if you just let us build the wall right we will make daca permanent if you will build the wall now look those Isn't that what the dems wanted in the first place it's yeah the dems wanted daca before they were against it right so it was for the bill till i was against the bill and no, now they're they, for the DACA I, that was like if i remember back that was kind of their condition they want they wanted the wall yeah they said Okay, we'll build a wall if you just do right. this. Now right. they're opposed to the wall right. and opposed to the same proposal, same thing they proposed. Apparently, they're against it. Is that what? That's yeah. what's going on now. They now they're not doing now that now. Well, they're not against DACA, right? They're just they're against Donald Trump. Oh well, yeah. I yeah, mean, that's, seriously, that's it. it. They're against Donald Trump. Now I'm not a sycophant, but look, this is. This is just nothing but political gamesmanship, and and there's a lot of people upset about Donald Trump saying that we'll we'll uh, uh, we'll give you some concessions on DACA, and uh, if if you let us build the wall, uh, you know we right. we can get into this conversation again if you'd like us to. But the bottom line is this: we are we are beyond constitutional boundaries at this point. So the sure. discussions that they're having are not even constitutionally uh, considered an authorization. I mean, it, the uniform rule of naturalization emanates from Congress. The I, I just have my doubts about, like, so the question is the other day, do you think the wall will ever be built? I have my doubts. I don't know about you, but um, the those of us who would support the wall who say secure our borders i mean and and again a wall mm -hmm. even wall is kind of figurative it's representative yeah. language i'm talking like some giant concrete wall the great wall of china yeah so the wall could you know could include mm -hmm. the cameras and electronic surveillance that kind of thing so people argue about whether it's where it's really a wall or not a wall that's distraction completely beside the point but the point is my point is so you've got the people, you know, say, because I'm I think we should secure our borders. OK, mm -hmm. so but here's the thing. 
it's put forward as Republican versus Democrat. Mm-hmm. All right, so Democrats don't want the wall. I got I got news for you. I, there are tons and tons of Republicans who are not interested in building the wall. The Democrats want open borders because they look at it as sure sure votes. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are tons of Republicans who this because this is what's going on. Why why it doesn't go go forward in my opinion is not opposition from Democrats. It's opposition from within the Republicans right. because the Republicans see open borders as cheap labor. So so you, there's internal when you look at this and they frame it in the news as you know this set of democrats nancy pelosi and her group versus trump and the republicans that's not entirely what's going on well i want to also offer up the something that we don't we don't think about but something that we know is actually happening if you get the wall right if you build this and you uh increase the insecurity then what are you going to run on Right. It's all like all the Republicans yeah, that run. So I'm pro life. I'm pro guns. But don't do anything. But don't do anything legislatively to you, support either because they're if such you finish it. You lose a fundraiser. Right. You, you lose campaign money. You lose platform. You I mean, I don't think they want to do this. And here's the bottom line, America. Please t- tune in. Listen up very closely. Washington, D.C., Congress doesn't want to do this, okay? The Democrats and the Republicans in Congress what, what we call establishment. Establishment Republicans don't want to do this. And I'm going to tell you, even the ones that are mouthing that they want to do this. They don't. Th- they don't want to do this, okay? Uh, so, don't forget they did that during the repeal Obamacare. All of them mouthed it while they knew that it wasn't going to happen. Right. When there was an opportunity to make it happen. When they had the majority to make it happen. Then they flipped. So the same people, you're out there, my guy, my guy wants to build the wall. Okay, when we get down to brass tacks, when when there's actually an ability to build the wall, then watch what they do. No, no, no. We've already had the ability to build the wall. I want to make this a point, right? Because here what we have are all these... You know, the Republicans are saying, oh, it's the Democrats keeping us from building the wall. Excuse me. We had a Republican majority in the House and the Senate. The build the wall bill was already out there back then. The funding was already needed back then. They've been talking about building the wall since George W. Bush was president. Okay, so George W. Bush, since George W. Bush has been president, they've been talking about the wall, you know, the building up security and securing the borders and all this stuff. So you went through an entire administration of of. Republican majority in the House and the Senate, and 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 they they didn't fund anything. So it's ridiculous to point our fingers at the Democrats now, when in reality, when we, when the Republicans had the majority, they didn't build the wall. Yeah, some of them are playing games. But let, can I say something about our terminology? Because mm-hmm. one of the techniques that the opposition uses is to seize the vocabulary, and they man- right. manipulate terms. Uh, and we we've been saying it mm-hmm. already throughout the show. I don't think we should say build the wall. Right. They, they've been able to use that phrase and they they flipped it. Mm-hmm. Like you see that Native American and all that nonsense with the Native American at, at the Capitol. It's just lunacy to me. Well, it but, started. I don't know if you. you but hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me make the point. It's secure the borders. Right. 
We need to secure, secure the, borders. the borders. Stop saying build a wall, mm-hmm. right? Because that's they've attached all sort of emotional connotation to that phrase, build a wall. And we walk right into the trap. Mm-hmm. I mean, so we should be saying secure the border. So if you, if you got a guy standing up like this Native American saying, they said they're saying build a wall, and then he attaches all this stuff. So how different would it be if he was saying, well, they're saying secure the border. Well, wait a minute. What? You're, yeah. You don't want security? You don't you, want You security? want threat? You want attack? What, what are you talking about? So right. it totally flips it. They, they subtly change the conversation. That's a very good point, JC. Very good point. By seizing the vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Secure the borders. It's not a Second Amendment right. It's a right to keep and bear arms. Right. It's not it's build, not the, build wall. the wall. It's secure, secure the our borders. borders. Right? We secure our borders. That's great. Yeah, that's... And, and so here's the solution. Okay, I, I, we don't want to miss this opportunity because we're all about current events. We're all about the Constitution. We're principle, uh, liberty over security, principle over party, truth over personality. And we always try to bring you solutions. And this is this. I'm going to tell you, this is the real life, real now solution to the secure the border question. Did you see that secure the border question? Secure the border question. Right. So. We are arguing a false paradigm here. Once again, we've talked about this on the show all the time. The narrative is being dictated and we're being presented with a false paradigm, which leads us always to the wrong answer. Okay, so the the false paradigm is and we're seeing this in the conservatives. Congress won't approve. The Dems won't approve. So. Trump must. Right. That's a false paradigm. Because it's offering up that the only solution to the problem is executive action. The solution to the secure the border problem comes from the American people. And I'm not talking about a GoFundMe account. I'm talking about you get your state and local governments to secure your borders. Period. And here's the thing. Well, California won't. Fine. California won't. So, Texas, Texas you secure your border even around California. Seriously. (laughs) No, I look, that's not extreme. If California will not secure its border from from, you know, and, and just simply evaluate with reality who's coming in and who's not. Right. Arizona and Nevada. Oregon border. Yes, exactly. No, look. Wall them off. You need. Wall California okay, off. It's not a wall. <laughs> it's a securing the borders. Okay. Yeah. I'm, 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 this, this is dead serious. And I know that people are like, whoa, we're going to do it. But look, the states are independent, sovereign governments. The union did not take away that sovereignty. And the only authority that Washington, D.C. holds is an authority that the states delegated to it. Yeah. Let me and, and you go look up that word delegate. It is a temporary trust of authority from a higher power to a lower power. The states delegated the authority to the federal government for border issues. Well, let's work. And when they fail, when the federal government fails, we don't have to sit around and wait for them to do that. It is our responsibility. How sl- how slavish is it, JC, for us to think, oh, because because Nancy Pelosi won't protect us, we have to sit around and just be victims? That's Are the you fight they had in Arizona. Me? What was it, Jam Brewer? Mm-hmm. The same thing. 
and you know we'll be right back Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And we're excited to have you with us here again. I am, um, I'm just, I'm continually stunned at the prospect that we must sit around, that the presumption that we must just simply sit around and be victims while we have a feckless Congress. Mm-hmm. These are not the solutions. We're saying we, when one part of the gov- federal government fails, we turn to another part of the federal government. That's right. what you're talking about. Right. They say, oh, Congress isn't doing it, so let's transform our government into a monarchy. Let's let the executive do it. Where the reaction shouldn't be turned to the executive, the reaction should be turned to the states. Right. Okay, if... Like so, that I mean that's what they went through in Arizona. Remember, I think it's Jan Brewer was right. the governor, and you had that fight, and it was you know the whole was oh can the states do this and Supreme Court what what do they say can do, we have to ask the Supreme Court if the state can protect itself? They shouldn't be doing this federal mm-hmm. government's job. Well, the federal government's not doing it, right? And so that goes back to the state. The state was the one that that said, hey, you're going to do this for us. Well, when right. you fail to do it. Uh, I don't just say, oh, okay. You know, it's like you give the example of an employee at the restaurant. Right. Uh, and and the, the cook says, oh, you know, I'm not going to cook. What do you have to do? Shut down the restaurant? Oh, okay, right. well, I no longer uh, have a restaurant. I got to shut it down. My no, employees I'm gonna, won't do their job. Yeah, I'm Sorry, take it, customers. I'm take it back into my hands. Right. And I'm going make to it, make it work. And so that's what the states need to do. And I, I find it extremely frustrating that this conversation is not even being had. Right. And I find the fact that the conversation is not being had, JC, proof that it's actually the solution to the problem. Yeah. It's proof that they know it's the solution to the problem. That it's proof that they know that it will work because they don't want to end the controversy. They right. don't want to end the crisis. The crisis creates too much control. Look, here's the thing. Eve, if... The states securing their own border was not an option, right? Even if, uh, if there was an assertion that it was not an option, we would be having the conversation because people would be like, well, why don't the states do that? Well, the states won't do that, be- can't do this because A, B, C, D, and that's why we're not having this discussion. But the fact that not, we're not having the discussion proves to me that they don't have an A, B, C, D answer on why the states can't or won't because that actually is the solution and somebody out there is going to have to pick up their heads out of the swamp slime and start looking forward and start getting control of their state governments and making this happen i mean seriously i can't think of any other word but slavish servitude to think about this to think that Simply because it is kingdom mentality. Because Washington, D.C. won't do what the states t- 
tasked them to do, the states have to sit around and wait for an invasion. And that's what I hear all the time, JC, because I'm we're we're talking, you know me, I'm talking on social media to people, I'm talking to people all the time, and they're like, Chrisanne, you just don't wanna you don't want a wall, you want terrorists to come in. Are you kidding me? This this is what ir- irritates me, JC. Sitting around and waiting for Washington DC to do this for us is begging for invasion. Yeah. It is begging that's for invasion. A good point. I am not begging for invasion. I am begging for the securing of the borders from the right from the right source, and the source being the state governments. And the fact that we've been brainwashed for the last 185 years, I counted it, 185 years, we have been actively brainwashed by the power mongers to think that we are powerless unless Washington, D.C. does it for us. It, it, it is it is kingdom mentality, I, and we are we are we live we're subjects. I, I, I think uh, I think those GoFundMe should have been directed at the state. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, even if the GoFundMe is 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 directed at the state, you have a better chance of seeing that money going where it's supposed to go than sending that money to your congressman. Well, the states the state can make a mechanism to handle that. Right, the federal government cannot. There's no way they can do that. You know, but I, you can do that in a state. I have just this personal aversion to the whole GoFundMe thing to begin with. The federal government is already stealing way too much money from the people. Now we're going to voluntarily no, pay off our thieves? I, I just, agree. But I'm saying if you're going to do it, it should be the state. Do that at a state level. Yeah. Forget. This the is your solution. obviously not going to do it. The fact that we're not having this conversation proves that I'm right. Otherwise, guess what? Prove me I'm wrong. That's your challenge today. Get your talking heads to come out there and prove Chris Ann is wrong. Okay? God bless you guys. Remember, we're in Texas this week. We will see you tomorrow.